Hey there, Streakers. How are you? Hopefully having a wonderful holiday season. We are about to start a new year. And that new year means we got to go back to the origin story for streaking because every once in a while, we just have to go back simply because people start asking us. They're like, streaking? What's streaking? All the time. And so today we had an experience that brought us back to the origin story, and that's what we're going to talk about. So let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jeff. It's been a while. A month. Exactly. <laughs> a month exactly. Since I've been on the podcast Since you've with been you. on, yeah. I've been uh, doing some solo host duties for a little while, mm-hmm. but you've been a little bit busy. Yes, I have. With what? Family. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah, family. But what? I mean... Our son got married. And? And Thanksgiving. And graduation. Oh, and Natalia graduated. <laughs> yes, we've had a college graduation, a wedding, a couple grandchildren on the way. A lot of hosting, a yeah. lot of food, we don't a lot feel, of family we pictures. We don't feel like grandparents, but every once in a while we're reminded. Yep, we are. Even though we have a 12-year-old at home that, uh, you know, basically we span the gamut of seven children. Let's see. Direct quote from people we went out to dinner with tonight when we said, our oldest daughter was a senior in high school when our youngest child was born. And direct quote, wow, that's exactly what I don't want to do. <laughs> that was a, yes, that was. <laughs> but a, that's okay. That was direct. Because I understand that. It is a unique un- experience. It is a unique experience. That we have embraced. Yep. And same dinner conversation. Uh, we are with a group of people and they started to ask us about streaking. Uh, because obviously the name and the title, if you haven't, if this is your first time to the podcast, Streaking is something you don't go searching for because a lot of people think that you're going to get a lot of pictures of people running naked across football fields or other fields of play. When in actuality, did you know, just a little side note, did you know, that, I, I'm going to ask you, did you know that the the first, when you type in streaking into Google, what the first thing is that comes up? I do because you have told me before. Oh, I have. Have you looked at it before though? I don't know if I have, Okay, but it what is... is it? A streak across the sky, like a star streaking yep. across yep. the sky. The second one is streaking your hair. Oh. First one, streak the across popular. the sky. Second one, streaking your hair. Okay. In fact, streaking... Where does winning streaks line up? Or is that different uh, it because it's not it, streaking? It's different because it's not streaking. Okay. Yeah. So, however, if you look up streaking and you, you'll, you'll now get... Well, since we started this eight years ago and we've been doing the podcast now for three years... You will get streaking with Jeff and Jamie. Well, if you type in Jeff and Jamie, you'll get streaking first hit. Now, but if you type in streaking, it'll be down about three quarters of the page and you'll see, I think the book, I think the book comes up. So we had an experience today, not the one of going to dinner with lots of friends. I should put that up there. There it is. But you actually had a conversation with a close friend today that really, that, that inspired 
why we wanted to talk about this on the podcast today. Yeah, because there was... Uh, because the, someone... Well, what was the question? The question was oh, it why... Was a health question. Yeah, health question. It was, it was regarding my health. Your health. Someone, and, someone was having a similar experience to something they knew that you had struggled with health-wise. Right. And was kind of asking questions about that. Yeah. And what, what then that led to, because they're asking questions about what I did and so yeah. forth, and basically, and I'll just give it to you. So I, I'm not shy about what it is. So in our family, there is a history of heart, but it, but it, it's not. It's like tachycardia. It's the it's it, AFib tachycardia, okay. which basically just means that your heart beats irregularly and too fast. Yeah. So it flutters. It flutters. And I would ex- and I've experienced that before, where basically I'll be standing you know, not doing, just minding my own business, not feeling anything. And then all of a sudden my heart would go into this really fast rhythm. And it was, and it's, it's kind of like, what's going on here? And mm-hmm. sometimes I hit my chest. Other times I'd lay down. It's disconcerting. Mm-hmm. And my father had this and he, he told me, he says, you got to cough when that happens. But this close friend of mine was asking me a little bit about, okay, well, what did you do with that? What is it that happened? And as I got to thinking about it, it really, it really took me to why I, why I streak. And I think part of that, that I, as I was listening to the conversation, was because, honestly, you haven't had any issues. You haven't had any episodes in no, a while. No, I haven't. And you were saying that. You, it was kind of a realization of looking at it being like, wow, this used to happen more often. Right. And it doesn't as much. No. And, and hasn't fact, for a while. In fact, I do not, knock on wood, remember the last time I had the heart flutter. And so we got talking about some of the things that you were doing. And it was interesting because you weren't, you didn't mean to talk about streaking, but you couldn't not talk about streaking. Because <laughs> We never things... mean to talk about streaking. It just kind of starts <laughs> happening that way. And it is an interesting thing that for a little while I was self-conscious about, <laughs> but I've come to recognize that it's become such an integral part in our, of our lives because it's how we are able to maintain things that are important to us is is now we set a streak. Right. And so that was, I think, what was interesting within the conversation is that, again, you didn't intentionally mean to start talking about streaking, but you couldn't not talk about it because so much of the changes that have happened to you personally health-wise have come about because of the streaks that you have. Yeah, that's true. And as I was talking... And thinking back onto the streaks that I have in my life, as far as it, in the realm of physical fitness, every single one of them, I didn't realize this until we were talking about it, related right back to being able to solve or or do something for the heart issue that I have, for the the predisposed disposition or to having heart, whatever you said, atachia. Afib tachycardia. Yeah. That. Atrial fibrillation tachycardia, which wow. just means your heart beats fast, irregularly and too fast. Yeah, occasionally, but not all the time. <laughs> which brings us to so what I thought we'd do is just talk a little bit about. Well, I'll talk about some of the streaks that I have and why I had them. But as an introduction to that, we really want to talk about the laws of streaking. We're at the beginning of the year. A lot of people are going to be setting New Year's resolutions, and what we suggest is that when you resolve to be someone different, that you Set that as your B statement and then 
do streaks in order to become that person. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're resolving to become. A lot of times I think people look at New Year's resolutions as goals. I'm going to accomplish this, which some could be, but those are goals, not resolutions. I believe a resolution is I'm resolving to be a different person or to be the person that I've wanted to be. And that is where streaking comes in. Once you've resolved that, for example, I want to be something, you name whatever it is, a, a better mother, a better father. I want to be a um, better in my profession. I want to be a, a writer. I want to be any of these things. Once you've resolved that that's what you want to do, then you go about setting streaks in order to make that happen. You made me want to research the word resolution. Like how did we get to this place of New Year's resolutions. Is it what she said that you're resolving to be better? Is it that you're resolving problems that you've had in the past? Like where is that coming from? So let's ask our friend, where did New Year's resolutions? And I'll bet you, see, we're not the first ones to ask this, right? Where did New Year's, res, res, New Year's, New Year's, oh, no, not New Year's. We wanted New Year's resolutions resolutions originate. Okay. The history of making New Year's resolutions. This is by Sarah Pruitt. This is our quick search from the History Channel. And what do we get? The ancient Babylonians. <laughs> are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions 4,000 years ago. There we go. They were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the New Year. Where are you going to keep Let's going? Let's see. <laughs> they the... made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they had borrowed. Huh. Um, they reaffirmed their loyalty to their reigning king. Okay. Um, these promises could be considered the forerunners of our New Year's resolutions. If the Babylonians kept their word, their gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. If not, they would fall out of the gods' favor a place no one wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Similar practice occurred in ancient Rome after the referum, after the reform-minded emperor, sorry about that, Julius Caesar, tinkered well, with the calendar. I think what calendar. you're going with is that he was going to make a referendum. That's what I thought, yes. <laughs> yeah. When Julius Caesar tinkered with the calendar and established January 1st as the beginning of the new year. And Around named for BC. Janus. Yeah. I did know this, that January is named for the god Janus, oh, who had two I faces, okay. one looking in front and one looking behind. Hence, January was that time where you looked at the year behind you and the year in front of you at the same time. Believing that Janus symbolically looked backwards into the previous year and ahead into the future, the Romans offered sacrifices to the deity and made promises of good conduct for the coming year. For early Christians, the first day of the new year became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes hmm. and resolving to do and be better in the future. So it's a, again, that's resolve. I'm mm -hmm. going to resolve to be, and that's what we look at. Go ahead. In 1740, the English clergyman John Wesley, founder of, the, of Methodism, created the Covenant Renewal Service, most commonly held on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day also known as watch night services. They included readings from scriptures and hymns and singing hymns and served as a spiritual alternative to the raucous celebrations <laughs> normally held to celebrate the coming of the new year. Now popular within evangelical Protestant churches, especially African-American denominations and congregations, watch night services held on New Year's Eve are often spent praying and making resolutions for the coming year. Hmm. 
New Year's resolution. So despite the traditions, religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are most secular, mostly secularly practiced. Instead of making promises to the gods, most people make resolutions only to themselves and focus purely on self-improvement, which may explain why resolutions seem so hard to follow through on, which we're going to talk about. According to recent research, while as many as 45% of Americans say they usually make New Year's resolutions, only 8% are successful in achieving their goals. We're going to talk about that too. But the, dis- the dismal record probably won't stop people from making resolutions anytime soon. After all, we've had about 4,000 years of practice. So it is a resolution to fix past mistakes and to be become better, better. Right? Yeah. So with that being said, in order to resolve, in being someone different, if you resolve to be someone different, then what are you going to do to get there? And that was where Jamie and I started this whole adventure. Is it was way back when we were looking to improve our physical fitness. But so much of running really was, again, you striving to have a stronger heart. Right. Which, so that, which leads us to the conversation mm-hmm. because I, we started to look at what was it that we did for physical fitness, which was running. Mm-hmm. We weren't doing it and that's, consistently, I think but that's, that's why I started. the reason why yeah. running has been such an, like you, you would lift, you used to lift, lift weights a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but running became your sport of choice, so to speak, specifically because of the opportunity of to keep your heart. Right. Because sometimes Jamie will wake me up in the middle of the night and say, are you still breathing? Only because Because <laughs> my heart, I have a very low heart rate. Right. It beats at, it, when I'm resting, I, it can get to 36 beats a minute. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've clocked it at 32 beats a minute. That was when you were dead. <laughs> I was not. I'm just kidding. I came back. I came, came back, back. Came back to life. But basically, we, as you look at why we started running... That was my core reason, is so that I could keep my heart healthy. That was one of the things that I knew would help keep the heart healthy, is if I kept it going mm-hmm. on a regular basis. What happened, though, was we'd sign up for races, start training, and then we'd complete the race, and I wouldn't run again for some time. Or we would sign up for the race, and we wouldn't complete the, we wouldn't even go to the race. So we'd have the T-shirt of the race that we'd never been to. And that was when Jamie came across an article that really did change our lives. And this was eight years ago that this changed our lives. And it's it's fascinating because we actually had someone tonight ask us, why do you call it streaking? Yeah. And it <laughs> genuinely is all back to this one article, the title of this article. Yeah. Which was couple streak runs for 15 years. And, and I remember it was so captivating. And I had to be like, I don't. What is this about? Yeah, what is this what, article what about? Is it that's happening? And this was years ago, eight years ago, yep. nine years ago that we read this article. Yeah. And that's what prompted the whole journey of us looking into it. It altered the way that I was viewing our running because up until that point, I had been viewing everything as what's the next race that I'm going to run? How can I get a little bit faster? I need to get a longer distance. Always needing to have an another personal best personal best except that i was reaching a point that my personal best wasn't so great anymore (laughs) and then i was reaching a point that it was like i'm not even i'm not even running now i don't want a personal best i just want to find a way to keep myself doing these things will help me to stay healthy right and that's where so you came across the article right Mm -hmm. 
And that is where we determined, and this was in 2015, that we decided that we would start our streak of running or walking at least one mile every day. Now, past that, 300 days into that is when I hit my second physical streak, which, believe it or not, goes also to my heart as well. Also back to your heart, yes, yeah. which is fascinating. Yeah, what did you just think about? So the same thing. Your mom, um, you guys have terrible gums yeah. in your mm-hmm. genetic line. And I remember when we were first married, her talking about how gum disease, I can't, and I, again, I should have researched this, but that gum disease can lead to heart issues. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the things that I remember her telling me when we were first married. She's like, you have to make sure that Jeff flosses his teeth because <laughs> we have bad, and she calls them gooms. We have gooms. bad gooms in our family. And she's, not only will you lose your teeth, but it really affects your heart. And we have bad hearts too. So you've got to floss your teeth. Right. And I hated <laughs> flossing my teeth. And I knew that this would help my heart because my mom had quoted that to me many times many as well. Many times. So again, your second streak was around uh, wanting to be healthy. Yeah. A, a health issue so that when you I were was, looking at and thinking. Cause, and I was frustrated. I was frustrated because I knew that that's what I needed to do. And how many times in our lives... Do we go to the place where we know we need to do something, we know it's good for us, and yet we still don't do it? Exactly. I mean, there there are so many times that I can't even count it on two hands that I know I should be doing something, but I'm not doing it. And that's where the morning of, and I forget, it was like three, 400 days after I'd started the streak, in the morning, I remember thinking... Why, why can I run all this way and not floss my teeth? Which is when I thought, you know what? I ought to set a streak to floss my teeth, mm-hmm. right? And again, what really drew you to it wasn't... It's fun because we're looking back and saying, oh, this was to help your health. But honestly, that wasn't what drew you to the, the idea of setting a streak around I think it was undergirding it was the whole thing. Like this, yeah, like this undercurrent that's always a part of your thought process, but that you don't necessarily want to bring to the forefront, forefront because... Because it's scary and because, honestly, because you weren't doing what you knew you needed to be doing. And there's a part of you that's just like, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we can't solve the problem. Let's just not talk Let's about it. Let's just not it. talk about it. And so what really drew you to setting a streak above flossing your teeth was that question of gamifying it. I right, guess. gamifying how, it. I wonder how, how, how long I can... How is able to do I the can... running and then why I can't do the floss? So why don't I set a, flo- a streak to floss my teeth? Mm-hmm. And then that's the question. How many days in a row can I do it? Right. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. And that worked. And I've been flossing my teeth now. I think it's 2,700, almost 2,800 days if I look at it specifically. And this, it was that kind of success. I think I think the the teeth flossing was really the thing that got us started looking into this for you especially because you were, I think, genuinely surprised that this worked. <laughs> I, I Still to this day, 2,912 days. I'm almost in the 3,000 club That's on that amazing. one, believe it or not. So you, I, I genuinely think that you're like, this is working. Yeah. Like nothing else has worked. Like nothing worked. else has ever worked before. Why is this working? And I had tried all the... So let's just pause here for a second because I had tried all of the different ways to make a habit of it. And when I say a habit, to make it automatic so I didn't have to think about it because I hated flossing anyway. And so if I could make it automatic where I just was doing it, then that wouldn't be a problem. But that never worked. And that's where I think habits really do sell people sell people short is because you think that if you do something repetitively, that it will become automatic. When in actuality, 
what becomes automatic is the motor skill, which is how I floss my teeth I never think about. But actually flossing them, I keep track every single day, 2,912 days that I've flossed at least two times a day. So this is where... When it started to work, this is where I got excited. Mm-hmm. But you had not, had you, other than the running streak, had you set any other streaks in your life? No. And to I that haven't. point, you hadn't really thought about streaking as something that you could use other, in other ways. Right. So as you think back, what were some of the moments that you had that all of a sudden you're like, you know what, this could work for me too? I think seeing your success was an integral part of that, yeah. seeing that you had found something that worked on something so ordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also, and I've talked about this before, the need was great. My my need wasn't a health need. My need was a concern of being a better mom to my children, things that I knew were beneficial to them, that I knew were that would be, that needed to be happening that weren't. Mm-hmm. And... Again, it's it's an interesting thing because it's not it's not that I didn't want to be doing those things. It's just that they weren't happening and I needed something to help me make them happen. Yeah. And I was seeing your success and thought, well, maybe I'll give it a try. And it's an interesting thing looking back Do you now remember because what was your first streak after it was after to, the running streak? Was it, was, it reading? Yeah. Was it reading to the boys? It was either read to the boys or write in my journal. It might have been write in my journal, I'm but those two. I want to see your. The, it's not going to show you though because the reading to the boys I had to start well, over s- so many times. I want to see the. I want to see the um, the journal one. As far as how many days in a and row. And that you was had one it. that I just really. So the thing that's interesting to me as we look back on this, is is that. It's interesting to look back and remember the feelings that we had when we started and the things that we were learning as we started. And then it's interesting to look back on it with the view that I have now, because what I see now doesn't focus so much on the things that I was doing as much as it focuses on its right. (laughs) She's getting frustrated because I'm going through all of them. Okay, so 2,466 days mm-hmm. on Write My Journal. So and that's about right. It's about a little bit behind your flossing yeah, teeth. Yeah, because that was, because mine is, my flossing teeth is 2,900. I might have missed a little bit in the beginning and had to start and, over a and couple And started times. over a yeah. couple of times. But I guess that's what I want to bring up is that at the time, the focus was on, I want to write in my journal or I want to read to the boys. And as I look back at that time now, having hindsight of eight years or six years probably for me of writing in my journal, I've come to recognize that streaking is so much about the changing of a mindset in, in that changing how I felt about writing in my journal and changing what I considered being a journal writer. Does that? Mm -hmm. So... I think I had in my head what kind of person was the kind of person that kept a journal. And it was something that I didn't understand. It was a person that I didn't associate with for me. Like I, I'm like, I'm not that kind of a person. And over the years, the streaking has allowed me to change my mindset of what that looks like. So now I look at it and I think writing in my journal isn't something I do. It's more of a journey I take. It's, it's, it it ebbs and it flows and it has highs and lows. And it's very, 
indicative of how life is. Like the actual act of writing in the journal in a lot of ways mirrors what life is like. And the streak has helped me to recognize that I can have these things come with me along my journal journey of life. And whereas before I thought I had to become that thing in order to be that thing. Right. And I don't know if I'm making a good distinction there, but it's kind of the distinction. And now it's going to sound simplistic, but it's literally the, the distinction of the destination or the journey and mindset and, and streaking helped me change that mindset to embrace the journey yeah, and not always be looking for the destination. So for you, it wasn't as much a game as it was an answer to a, to a, a problem. A it problem. solved a problem for me, a problem yeah. of how do I get myself to do this? And so in solving that problem, we recognized that there were three laws that we followed in order to make a streak successful. There's three things. Yes. Because we didn't, before this, we were doing these three laws, but we didn't really call them out until we actually looked back and said, okay, how have we been able to have success with this where other things we hadn't had success? And when I say success, I mean getting results, like reading more books than we've ever read before, writing in more journals than you've ever written before. And it's interesting because I think law one was to my personality and my motivation. And law two was to your personality mm. and your motivation. Law one, for me, make it laughably simple. I knew that in order to focus on consistency, it needed to be, it needed to be so simple that I could do it. If I made it too hard... I knew that there would be excuses or reasons or mm -hmm. I knew that when I said it, yeah, you'll do this for a little while, but eventually you're going to hit that bump in the road and it's going to fall off the plate. Right. Like I knew that even in setting it. Yep. And so that first law for me for being successful, I had to be genuinely honest and say, if I'm really going to keep this, it has to be simple. It has to be really, really simple. Yeah. And for you... Law number two, where you're like, well, I want to see how long I can do this. Yeah. Like, this is a game. Yeah, keeping a record the game, was huge. The game is what excites me. And and how. And so for you, it was, I need a mm -hmm. record. I need to know every day, oh, I did it another day. I did it another day. I beat my record. Interestingly, though, the, the record for you. So now go back to law one for me. It was important that it be laughably simple because I could set things so difficult that it would be, that I wouldn't be able to be consistent. Mm-hmm or consecutive, for you, the record became a journal of your success. Yes. It wasn't a game, but it was it a journal a of game, your success. You're like, proof, I have been, it was proof that proof you were successful. Proof of my success, yes. Yeah. And then law number and then three. And number three, create a community, that really, or create or join a community, that came because we both recognized that we helped one another. We were and successful. we celebrated, and, the, and that really came in as far as, far as celebration. Mm -hmm. When you celebrate with, or... or when you have something that you're successful at, you want to celebrate with others. You really do. And that's really where it came in. Because a lot of people, as we were getting going on the streaking book and we published it and got it out there, people would say, well, so law number three is about accountability. And it actually isn't. Mm -hmm. The accountability comes in the record. And the record is the thing that is the journal of your success and also the accountability that I did it that day. And the community becomes your cheerleading squad, the celebration. Everyone... I have had so many people, so many streakers across the years now where we've really we've really had it out there now. I mean, we started the podcast three years ago. The book was published about the same time, two and a half, three years ago. Um, and then the app was actually this year is where the app really started to take off uh, because we, we had 
we finally kind of figured out what it what it was that needed to happen in the app. So with the streaking app taking off, we get a lot of questions, and the questions that that come are often related around or not often related, but some of them are how do you stay accountable? And the accountability comes in the record, and the community is in the success. That's why in the app you so many people share what how many days they've been at their specific streak. And we have people in the app that you know, been at it for six, seven, eight hundred. We have the comma club where people have passed their thousandth day of mm-hmm. doing something. And it's, it is exciting. And you never would think that the laughably simple thing would be celebrated so significantly, but it is. And fascinating that you would keep track of it that long. Yeah. That, that you, that you keep going and say, yep, another day, another day. And it is interesting that the number always has a place, but it does start to become an internal motivation rather than an extrinsic, yeah. intrinsic motivation rather, rather than, than extrinsic. extrinsic. But yeah. that extrinsic, that, that initial external of keeping track of that number really mm. helps you keep going. But as that number gets bigger and bigger, it's really something in th- that transition happens, that it becomes much more intrinsic and you are motivated because of, I think, because of how you're changing. Yeah. And and how you're becoming more of the person you want to be and and you're like I don't want to stop being this person. So I had an epiphany while we've been talking on this podcast. We talked we started out by talking about my heart, right? My mm-hmm. physical heart. And as you, as we look down through my streaks, all of my physical streaks relate something to my physical heart. Mm-hmm. For example, with well, starting with running and then going into I you know, I plank at least one time every day. I do at least 10 push-ups every day. I um, walk, or, or what's the other What's the other one I was thinking about? That's the no soda. Oh, the no soda one. Mm-hmm. That's right. So another one was I set a streak to have any other beverage other than soda. Mm-hmm. And now I've had that long. Over a year. Over a year now? Yep. Well, over a year. Yeah. And Drink again, at least was... one bottle of water, 220 days. But uh, let's see. So here, that was another back. one. Choose any that. beverage other than soda. It's almost two years. Two years. 549 days. And I broke that streak at 75 days and then I started it over. Mm-hmm. But that one, I, with that one, and then there's another one. Take at least one vitamin daily. That's another one that yes, heart, heart conscious. Magnesium. Magnesium. Okay. <laughs> Here's the epiphany I had though. So all of those were marked for my physical heart. Mm-hmm. I also inter- started setting streaks for my spiritual heart mm-hmm. to take care of what I needed to do spiritually. Right. And I hadn't, I hadn't noticed that before. That the streaks that I set, for example, relationship with you mm. is of the spiritual heart. My relationship with God, the spiritual heart. Through scriptures heart. and prayer. Through scriptures yeah. and prayer and all of those things it's it's one of two hearts it's either my physical heart or my spiritual heart and i notice that a lot of my streaks are in that realm of physical or spiritual now i do have professional streaks and i also have some other personal streaks that are toward who i want to be but isn't it interesting that the very first streaks that i ever set were all about helping my physical heart stay healthy and helping my spiritual heart stay healthy that is interesting. Isn't that interesting. And, and as you were talking, I thought, how fun that you that there's a methodology that helps you say, oh, I do these things to help my physical heart, and I do these things to help my spiritual heart. 
and and mm. to be able to quantify those things mm -hmm. because a spiritual heart would be a difficult thing to quantify <laughs> yes <laughs> and so being able to say no these are the things that really help my heart yeah both physically and spiritually huh so that is in a nutshell the journey of streaking we'd invite you that is us celebrating new year's eve as we take a look back as we take a look back and yep. as we step into the new oh, year good janice, janice look back look and back look forward and look forward as we resolve to continue to be the person that we want to be. Mm -hmm. And honestly, for us, the person we know that our Heavenly Father wants us to be. That's really where I aim for, and I think you aim for that as well. We wish you a happy new year. As you set your resolutions, think about what are the one or two behaviors, actions that you're going to set a streak to do. And by the way, just a little side note. It took us a, quite a bit of time to build up the muscle necessary to do several streaks. We'd recommend you're going to get excited about this and you're going to want to set streaks in every area of your life. And I think that's great. However, and this is a really important point, set just one or two and get successful at that. 100 days, maybe 120 days before you set another one. In the streaking app itself, we actually purposely put a paywall up at three streaks so that it slowed people down. There was a couple of people that got angry with us that we put it up, but we were just like, you're not going to have success if you set 15 streaks all at once and you've never been streaking before. The people who have been streaking before, they'll pay and move forward. And oftentimes the people that have is because they started with, with one, one or, or two. two. Yeah. Because it truly is a journey. It, it really is. It's a streaking journey. And as you continue down that journey, you can add more things that you want to work on. But you start laughably simple. Yeah. And do it for... Well, our first streak was 300 days before I started my second streak of mm -hmm. floss my teeth at least right. two times every day. So with that being said, streaking books available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can also download it and listen to it via Audible. Also, if you want to read it on ebook, you can do that through Apple Books or through the Kindle. Uh, and if really you want to see, track, and invite friends to be with you, download the streaking app. You'll see all kinds of awesome success. We have tens of thousands of users that use the streaking app, that have registered with the streaking app, and really use it to be who they want to be and march toward who they want to do. So with all that being said, Happy New Year. And until we talk again, keep streaking.